Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 20, August 12th, 2022. So glad you could make it. This has been a week. Holler if you hear me. So I always keep this format of the podcast in my back pocket for weeks such as this where I may not have a specific direction for content for whatever reason. But this really is one of the most fun ways for me to do the podcast. And honestly, rambling on this way is probably the best way for you to get to know me, to get inside the madness of DT. And so this week, the second version of Google Potpourri where I will just recap the Google search history over the last week or so and and make some comments. So here we go. The first one is Google. And that's right. I Googled Google to get to Google. I don't really even remember what it was I was trying to Google. But I Googled Google to get to Google, and so I told you that it had been that kind of week. The second one was Hunt House, and that has quite an adventure, which helps to explain the type of week it's been. But Sarah was able to go to um, Knoxville area to see her college roommates, uh, her BFFs from from all these years, you know, and, and first time in three years. For obvious reasons, reasons that will become more obvious, uh, that she had, that they had all been able to get together. And the the Saturday morning, a week ago or so, uh, one of them woke up feeling not too good and tested positive for the COVID. Ah, so yeah, Sarah was directly exposed, and you know what? I mean, look, we've we've done what we can do. We've we've got the vaccines, we've got the boosters, we've. Uh, some of the people in the family have had it. So our immunity is, is as good as I guess it can be. We, we got to live with this thing. That's where we are. But it's like timing, you know, and Sam's about to go back to college or go to college, uh, move in. And, and school's about to start back and tennis has started up and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, if Sarah would have come back to to the house wondering if she was going to get sick and then wondering if she would have passed that along. She would have, she would have worried herself sick and maybe we would have too. And so I Googled the hunt house, which is a bed and breakfast in, in, in Lattimore, actually the, the house of one of my good friends, grandparents that has been transformed by uh, a guy that, that, I mean, really made it a beautiful place. And it was a great place of rest and solitude for Sarah. Um, Not necessarily, Volunteer, not necessarily like willingly, um, but it was a good place for a couple of days to um, make sure and then test negative and and all that. You know the the CDC guidelines have changed even in the past couple of days, where quarantine isn't even required for direct exposure or suggested for direct exposure anymore. I I don't know that we would have done things any differently. You never want to get sick, and I I don't know if there's ever good timing, but you know, that was, that was quite the, quite the adventure at the hunt house. Beautiful place. 
The third one is is App State Housing. Sam is getting ready to move into Appalachian State. All summer long, it was the 16th, August 16th. That was the date that we had in our minds, which is the two, which is Tuesday, you know, and, and, and then a couple, a week or so ago, he got an email that said um, he was cleared to move in on the 15th. He, he had to get a, a vaccination. He had to get an MMR shot somewhere along the line. We missed one of those in the series. And so he had to, he had to get that updated before he was allowed to come on campus. Interesting that vaccines have, that are, uh, have been required anyway. But but he got that, and they said he's now cleared to move in on the fifteenth. And whew, well, we had to adjust our mind. You know, we had to adjust our thinking about when he was going to move in, and it it really kind of it really kind of le- leveled not leveled me, but like it really began to settle on me that this is about to get real. And I think I saw that happen with Sam too when he got that email. And so we we, we readjusted mentally when he was going to move in, and then a couple of days after that. He got a text from his mentor and also a follow-up email that was like, oops, we kind of messed up. And so actually it is the 16th when you move in. And I don't know what the male version of Karen is, but I, I did. I called up App State Housing. And I was like, come on, man. You know, this is my first kid moving into college. Y'all got to help me out here. Um, you know, look, it, it, it's helpful. We don't want to push the kid out the door, of course, but... You know, we start school, high school and middle school on the Wednesday, the 17th. And so moving in on Monday gives us a little bit of breathing room to process all of that and then to get ramped up for for school and all that. So anyway, they were good to us there. We, we actually are moving in Monday. They're, they're going to let us go with it. The next one is Born to Run lyrics. I looked those up from the Bruce Springsteen Steen song and... The reason why is because we, we have a new dog in town. Boiling Springs, North Carolina, where I live, is the home of Gardner-Webb University. And Gardner-Webb are the running bulldogs. And for the first time in several decades, the the, the logo, the, the, the bulldog logo was updated. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people don't like new stuff. But a lot of people don't like it for a variety of reasons. But it's here, and it'll go up on our water tower. It, it is there, Garden Web. The university uh, has offered to pay to to redo the emblem. We've got the old bulldog up there already. That junk costs twenty five grand, y'all. Anyway, um, but also I get to. Uh, they invited me. I'm the mayor of Boiling Springs, and so they invited me to give a few minute speech at orientation on Saturday to the Garden Web freshmen that are coming in. Um, I, I'm excited about that. You know, I, I've. I've got a a lot of personal issues, you know, the um the way my dad was treated by the university after working there for 43 years. Um you know, I'm upset about it, I still don't like it. But I I've been thinking about the office of mayor and the office of the president and all that kind of stuff and like, yes, I'm a person, I'm a human being and and he is as well, but the office of of mayor and the office of president have been here a long time before me and, and, and will likely be here a long time after. And so I really begun to think about how can I begin to operate in such a way that is in the best interest of the town and the best interest I believe in the university. And so I'm going to do my best. I'll post, I'll post the text of that speech tomorrow. It's tomorrow at two is when I get to give it. Um, but I'll post it on DT underscore madness 
for those of you who follow me on Instagram. The next one was best look with a gray sport coat. This is kind of related to the orientation. I, I was wanting to get a new fit for, for, for getting up there with, with, with the president and, and standing on the stage as the mayor and all that. I want to look nice and look sharp and all that kind of stuff. And, and so I've got a, a sport coat. Is it black? Is it dark gray? I can't really tell. So I'm trying to find, I don't really want to wear a suit. What is a sport coat anyway? Is it the same thing as a blazer? I don't know. But, uh, you know, what type of pants should I wear with it? So anyway, I, I, I Googled that, but then I also Googled South Park, South Park Mall. I remember back in 1995 when me and my crew used to go up there, Josh Al, Josh Carroll, Gabe, you know, Will, uh, whoever, like we would go up there and, and typically I think I was just along for the ride. They would structure a store. I feel like Josh Al used to go into structure. Um, maybe, you know, Tommy for sure, whatever. And I remember that from 1995 and that's where I was going. I was going to that mall and it's not the same. Like there were parking decks to get into each store. I, I don't even know. I couldn't even decide where to park. Sydney went with me and, and finally we got parked in front of Dillard's and I'm like, look, I think if I can just get in here, it's a mall, right? It's all connected. So we got in and we went to Dillard's and we're walking through and I start trying on the, the cologne, the, the samples that they have out there. And a, a woman saw me and I thought I was in trouble. I thought I was maybe not supposed to use those, but really she was just trying to get me to buy some stuff. But Sydney and I escaped and, and we found, we went to J crew, which is, which is another thing that I had Googled. And I, that's where I was trying to go. I was going to go maybe to get a, a new sport coat. And I went into J crew and the only one they really had was 450 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to try this one on. I, and, and also I began to feel like people were, I don't know. I'm sure it was my own self-consciousness, but we definitely felt out of our league and maybe even underdressed to be at this particular mall. Definitely not the same as 95. We we rode the elevator, I'm sorry, the escalators in uh, Belk a couple times up to the fourth floor trying to find the restroom and we couldn't find it because this whole place is just like a maze. And, but, but, uh, there was this woman pushing a cart along the way and I asked her where the bathroom was and she replied that she didn't speak English. And I was like, Banya. And she knew what I, you know, that's, I don't know very many words, but she's like, Oh, bathroom. And she was able to point it, point us that in the right way. And that was pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I, I tried to use the Michelle Thomas method a few summers ago to try to begin to learn some Spanish. Obviously, it helped me in this way. Very difficult to learn a new language when you're as old as I am. But anyway, that was a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool moment. But then after that, we we busted out. We was gone after that. We, South Park was uh, we were no match for it. But I did Google J Crew as well, and I went down to the outlets in Gaffney. I, I discovered that this sport coat that I already have is really nice, and it'll work just fine. And so I was going to go down and get some new pants. And I went down and I bought some pants and that's how I, I, I shop now. I go in, I buy the thing and I'm gone. I'm not really a shopper. Um, and so I got the pants, I, I got them and got a good deal for them and all that, or whatever. I don't know. I guess you always get how many ever percent off. That's probably how they draw you in, but whatever. It was cool. I got the pants, got to thinking on the way home. You know what? These are very similar. 
to ones I already have. I got home, compared, and they're the exact same pants I had bought last year at this very same store. I already had them. So yeah, I guess I'll take them back. The next item on the Google list is Suavecito. I told y'all uh, that I was going to get into pomade, and I did. Kathy Creswell's been hooking me up with the nice fade at Talk of the Town Salon here in town, and um, so I, you know she puts the product after she washes my hair with that tea tree, Paul Mitchell. Mm. Oh man, I got to get me some of that. But um, so I, I googled what's the best pomade and whatever, and it told me, and I got some Suavecito, and so I had to look it up. What does it mean? And it means smooth guy. And it means smooth guy. And if you look it up on Urban Dictionary, it's like, don't mess with him. He's a smooth guy. And I love that. The next one is I looked up best yoga poses. I've been doing a good job with exercising. You know, I got rid of the Peloton, but I've been walking all my steps, meeting my move goals and all that kind of stuff on my Apple Watch. And, um, you know, I've been doing some uh, uh, the the, uh, push-up ladder, which is like, you do one push up and then one overhead arm raise and then two and then two and then three and then all the way up to 10 and then back down, you know, back down 10, nine, eight, seven. And I do that because my friend Matthew Frazier read about it in GQ. So of course it's legit and it really does. Like it really is effective. And I do some curls and I do some shoulder flies or whatever too. And I'm trying to incorporate some squats, nothing major. And I do some stretches, especially that helps me out with my lower back. But I need to do some more. And so I was looking up yoga poses. And I do the cat-cow thing. And I do the Superman. Um, I need to do some other ones. So I'm really thinking about maybe getting into yoga. The next one is, how often do I water my aloe plant? I Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not good with plants. But I, I'm trying to be better. And you don't have to water an aloe plant very often. Every three weeks or so, it says water it, water it deep, but, but every three or four weeks. And, and I, I got this aloe plant that's in a planter. I, I went to the coffee shop a couple times, Hannah's coffee shop, and, and she must have knew I was coming because she's got all these plants out there and these cool looking planters, um, like uh, ceramic type planters. And I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. And I saw one the first day I went and I thought it was a turtle and I love turtles. Like I speak the language of turtles. And so I'm like, this is perfect for me. I'm probably going to get it when I come back the next day. Went back the next day and I was like, you know what? I don't know that this is a turtle. I think maybe it's a snail. So I don't think I'll get it. And I texted my my family on the group chat we have called Gucci Fan. And Sarah had already bought it though. When she got home that day, she had gone to buy it for me. And turns out it's not a turtle or a snail. It's a gnome. Whatever. But it's cool looking and I put it in my classroom at school. Which goes along with the next thing that I uh, Googled, which is what type of lights do schools use? You know what I'm talking about? Like the fluorescent tubes. And I don't want those. I don't like those anymore. I've been teaching for a long time. Um, and this year, I just kind of want to keep my window to the outside open. I mean, you know, let the sun in, which I do anyway. But like I got a bunch of lamps. I was thinking about getting into lamps in my classroom. And I said that to my mom and she went along to to Goodwill and got a bunch of vintage looking, cool looking lamps. Um, so I got lamps. I've got like mandala. How do you say that word? I've got, uh, those kinds of like wall sheets as, as table covers. And, um, it's cool. I got the ambiance going for sure. And then last one before halftime is 
is best turkey sandwich meat. And, uh, you know, school lunch is coming up, and I've been trying to think about how to get some different variety and in, in what I've been eating. Um, but I'm, I'm not trying to eat processed stuff, you know. I'm not trying to eat nitrates or whatever it is. Like, I really am more and more conscious about what I, what I put into my body. Um, so anyway, if anybody's got the, got the scoop on what the best turkey sandwich meat is, let me know. So that takes us to halftime, and I've got some breaking news for you that I failed to share with you um, the last couple of episodes. But as I was in the airport bathroom, I don't remember if it was Charlotte or if it was JFK, but as I was in the airport bathroom, I overheard two gentlemen talking. Look, I am conscious about what I put into my body. I have not had a ven- a, a, a Frosty from Wendy's in a really long time, but we were going to go get one this summer, and I was going to get a vanilla Frosty, and it was going to be so good. Me and the kids went, and they didn't have it. They got chocolate like they always do, and they got strawberry. And I don't want strawberry. I want vanilla. Well, let me tell you what, as I heard these two men talking, one that I guess worked at the Wendy's at the airport, the strawberry is just for the summer and the vanilla frosty is coming back. And that is a good thing. The second thing uh, for halftime is a question that uh, Sydney and I were talking about this, this morning. You ever played Mario Kart? Surely. In real life, though, in real life, if you could have one of the little things that you get from the question box, if you could have one of those things while you're driving, what could you? What would you have? Would you get the big giant car? And you could squash the other people. They're going to come back, right? If you hit them with the red shell, they're you know they're not going to die. You're going to just spin them out a little bit. You can use the lightning. Would you just want to have the bullet? I was thinking about just maybe having the bananas on the back, and and when people tailgate me a little bit too close, I just drop one of the bananas. And in that case, you kind of get three and one because you get three bananas. What would you get? What would you use? You could just use it once if you could have a tool from the question box in Mario Kart. All right, so back to the Google search list, and we got just a few more. The next one is how old do you have to be to book a hotel in Tennessee? My son and his buddies, they're getting ready to go to App State, and already they're thinking road trips, which is what I'm talking about. That's college, baby. And so they got tickets to the MIMFO Music Festival uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, and Widespread Panic is playing, which they, they enjoy. They did not realize that it was a festival. Jason Isbell is actually there the first night. Panic plays the Friday, and I'm sorry, the Saturday and the Sunday, and there's a whole bunch of other bands. Wilco is there. Um, and some other people, you know, and, but they're 18, you know, and, and how old do you have to be to book a hotel and which hotels will actually allow 18 year olds to, to move in. And, and so they've been talking like how far do they want to drive and how close will they get it? Because they'll be able to drive after the show. They're way better people than I was when I was 18. They're way better people than I am now. But anyway, so the next one then is Panic Stream. Panic Stream is is the website that that is dedicated to widespread panic. They have all the set lists from the shows. They have links to shows. They have, you know, um, you can listen to the shows live. And the reason why I got onto Panic Stream, I, I'll be honest, I was I was 
Um, I followed widespread panic for 20 plus years. I saw him, uh, I've seen him over a hundred times, you know, but my friends, Nora and Hillary and Kelly and, and Marcus and, and a couple of other people actually went down to the Fox. This was the new year's shows for widespread panic that obviously got COVIDed out and postponed until this, uh, weekend, actually a couple more shows left. And so I've been following along and it's the first time that I've actually paid much attention to widespread panic. I kind of have been listening to a lot of fish, as you know, and man, I was listening to those and I started to get that itch again. Oh, I love that band so much. It, it's, it, you know, it was the 20th year of Mikey's passing. Mikey, Michael Hauser, who was the founding guitarist um, for widespread panic. and that you know it's, it's it brought a lot of us together so anyway then the next thing i googled was panic tour which is a natural progression here and so now i'm looking into going to minfo as well in fact maybe i've already booked a hotel um so that'll remove the question of how old you have to be because i'm definitely plenty old to book a hotel so i haven't gotten tickets yet we shall see but I think you probably, if you know me, you know that's only a matter of time, maybe after I finish this recording. The next one is That One Band. As a part of, you know, um, being on town council and now mayor of Boiling Springs, one of the things we've been hoping for was to have more concerts. We got uh, we got beer and wine on the ballot for Boiling Springs, which is a dry town forever. Um, and it passed a couple of years ago, and now we we have a couple of bars and we have beer gardens now. And so people come out and we listen to live music and um, liquor by the drink, not an ABC store. Don't worry, but liquor by the drink so that you can have margaritas and more restaurants will come in. All that's on the ballot for this November. We partnered with Gardner Webb to have something called web stock, um, which got canceled by COVID a couple of times, but we had it this past April and it was an amazing lineup, but it was dadgum cold. It was like, I don't know, it was, I want to say 40 degrees in April. I think it was. I, I think it was like 40 degrees and a windshield of less than that. And so it was a great turnout, but the weather just didn't cooperate. And so we had this new one, this next one called Music on Main, where we had it kind of in the back. Uh, it's not really an alleyway, but like not des- not necessarily on Main Street, but just off of Main Street. And we had that one band. They played at Webstock. They do a lot of Grateful Dead covers. They do a lot of, um, they play a, a soulful version of No Diggity anyway. And man, it was going great. It was supposed to be from six to eight uh, last Thursday and people were showing up and then this massive storm rolls in. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we had to cancel or the band had to pack up, you know, after an hour, one of these days that's going to work out. But I, but I looked up that one band to be able to reference to other people because there's another band called that one band. And if you Google it, maybe you shouldn't, it's not that one. The one that shows up on Google is not the one that we had. The next thing on the Google uh, list is EV electric vehicle, EV charging station cost. One of the things that we're doing and Boiling Springs as mayor and council and town manager is we're looking to get a grant. And I think that we pretty much are on our way to getting an electric vehicle charging station paid for by this grant to put uh, downtown and just be one. 
But, uh, you know, I had one of the people that, when I went back to school, the first thing this person, not, hey, how's it going? You're ready for a new year. But the it wasn't about teaching. It was about the fact that I'm mayor. And it's like, hey, when are you going to give me free gas? If you're going to give out free electricity, then you should give out free gas. And I was like, we'll get right on that, man. Don't you worry. And then, but I thought about it. And there's a decent point to be made there. And so I was looking in, okay, how much is this going to cost? Because certainly somebody's got to pay for the electricity. So I've got to looking into it and what other people do. And some places give you like the first hour for free. Um, and then there's a fee after that. Uh, and so those will all be things that we have to decide. But you know what? I'm one of those weirdos that thinks that we should do what we can to preserve the earth and the environment that, that we're not just a, a bunch of strangers passing through, you know, wayfaring and, and, um, that it's all going to be destroyed anyway. I, I don't really subscribe to that. I, I think that in the beginning it was good. God said it was good and it was very good. And so I think that um, what we can do to preserve nature and the beauty of this place, maybe it's not electric vehicles. I don't know what it is, but it seems to be that that's where we're going. If you watch Super Bowl, you know that pretty much every single automaker had commercials for moving their fleets to electric. So anyway... The next one is Via Condios. And I like to make sure that I'm saying what I think I'm saying when I send a text to my friends, Jane and Andrew. Jane and Andrew sold their house, um, bought a camper, and are going to be living on the road and, and homeschooling their two boys and living very simply. And I admire them a lot for that. They're showing a lot of courage. Um, they're doing what they believe in. And it's a beautiful thing. It's inspiring to me. And so I wanted to tell them to go with God, you know, via Condia. So I get that, you know, I'm not trying to make jokes here. I just, I've always liked that phrase because uh, at the end of Point Break, the original Point Break, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves says that to Patrick Swayze as he goes out to surf the big, huge wave at, uh, what is that, Bell's Beach? Via Condios, bro, whatever. So anyway, via Condios, Jan and Andrew look forward to hearing about all of your adventures and the things that you learn on the road. Just a few more in the last one, or not the last one, but the next one is license plate frame. I've got a, a new 2022 Camry. I love it. I love it. I'm a Toyota Camry guy. And the, the license plate frame says Toyota of Gastonia. And look, Toyota Gastonia is my people. I love it up there. I like to buy stuff from the dealership. I'm that guy. Say what you want. They take care of me. Whatever. But I wanted to get a new one, and so I wanted to get one that says Surrender to the Flow, and I did, and it says that, and then I went through the car wash, and it bent it all up. And so I was like, man, I, I made a comment on Etsy for the person that I bought it from, like, man, this thing bent all up from me. And he's like, yeah, but did you pay attention to the highlighted instructions I put when I delivered it? And it's also on the website that if you're going to go through an automatic car wash, you better put all four bolts in or put some Gorilla Tape or something like that, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to that. So now I have a bent-up license plate frame that says Surrender to the Flow, but I guess it was meant to be bent up. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to surrender to the flow. Just a couple more. One is Tedeschi pronunciation, and it seems to be Tedeschi. I guess I've probably said Tedeschi some, but Tedeschi trucks. Susan Tedeschi, man. Trey, Anastasia, um, and Fish, they play the song called Set Your Soul Free. And I've heard it by 
Trey Anastasia band before, and it's got this real soulful, set your soul free, set your soul free. Like they just sing it over and over and kind of in rounds in a way at the end. And I heard a version of it with Susan Tedeschi singing with Trey and oh man, I have not had chill bumps like that. Like I have not had chills like that. Maybe, I don't, I don't even know. Maybe I just haven't had chills like that. It was overwhelming how amazing and soulful it was. And I got to thinking about, you know, who who is the best female vocalist for me? And I think it's got to be Susan. Emily France from, from Watch House, formerly Mandolin Orange, would be up there for sure. Um, but man, if you get a chance to listen to that version, that's something. I, I Googled Sense and Subtle Sounds lyrics because that's a fish song. And it says, if you would only stop to live one moment at a time, you would, I think, be startled by the things that you would find, like scents you never noticed and many subtle sounds, like colors in the landscape and textures of the town. And the winds would lift you up into the sky above, and you'd be treated to a view of everything you love. And if the moment passes, you should try it once again, for if you do it right, you'll find the moment never ends. If you would stop and notice that we number every day, but allow the many moments left uncounted slip away, you don't have to count them, just enjoy them one by one. Then things would take a different hue and sparkle in the sun. The winds would lift you up into the sky. Anyway, I love that. Last one is inspiring Marvel quotes. And I looked that one up because I like to try to speak the language of my kids. And I try to form, you know, I got three kids, man. And I'm about to have a lot more when my students come. And one of the things that I strive to do is to learn to speak the language of the other person. And one of the ways that I can talk to Isaac is through Marvel quotes. And so I was trying to find a good Marvel quote that had to do with courage, that had to do with perseverance, you know. And I think that's an important thing for us to try to learn to speak each other's language, to try to learn how to speak to someone, how they would best understand. It's a time where that's there's not a lot of that going on. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of rallying around our own small tribes or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's important. The one that I came up with was just Captain America. Captain America who says, I can do this all day. And uh, that's the one I sent to my boy. Well, I appreciate you sticking with me uh, through the second version of Google Potpourri. Just a little brief uh, venture into what I think about what I'm trying to find out. But anyway, this has been a, a Church of Six production brought to you by, we'll lead off with the Magic Rock as my boy moves in to college on Monday. Brought to you by the Foundation Tower of Stone, the Bucket of Life, the Wall of Belief. Don't forget to be live, y'all. Peace, my friends.